Hey everyone, Nick Chelson here. I help edit the Constipated Christian Podcast. Just wanted to give you a heads up that today's episode will be in two parts. You can listen to part one today and part two on Friday. So be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're tuning in so you can stay tuned for the latest episodes. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Bud. I want to welcome you to the Constipated Christian. As we've talked about before, this is a podcast about uh, kind of our hangups and hesitations about uh, going to church, reading the scriptures, uh, even hearing from God and just not actually getting up and going out and acting these things out. So um, we have been doing this probably about 12, 13 times, got a website going now. We've got some social media uh, uh, ways that, that you can chime on. So just hoping that you'll continue to listen and um, please go to our website and we're going to keep trying to develop um, ways of acting stuff out and also just our heart to, you know, get your hearts right and our minds and uh, spirits right as we, uh, you know, do this kind of stuff. So with me today is Nick. He's been with us for three or four times now. So Nick, uh, has had something on his heart that uh, he wants to bring up today. So we're going to let Nick kind of lead the way. How's it going, bud? I'm doing good. Thanks for opening up your space, as always. Yep. As Christians, I think we can agree that we're supposed to help those in need. Definitely. That's definitely scriptural. Yeah. Matthew 25, 31 through 46, parable of the sheep and goats. Whatever you do for the least of these, you did for me. So I think we can both agree on that but something that Christians might have a disagreement on is should we document those good deeds we do? Should we brag about them to other people? Should we video it and post it on social media? So that's what we're going to talk about today. There's a fine line. We do what we do because of our love of Christ and hopefully always Christ is uh, talking through us. It's not anything that, that, that I want to do or Nick wants to do. Uh, once we do that, then the leadership role kind of comes into it. The, you know, the characteristic or the quality of being a good leader is that we don't want to brag about it or boast about what we're doing. Uh, scriptures about that that you all know, but we want to enlighten other people or, you know, just make them aware of there are out, outreaches or outlets that mm-hmm. they can, uh, you know, avail themselves of. So that's really my only reason for ever, ever even saying uh, anything, you know, one of the scriptures about don't let the left hand know what your right hand is mm-hmm. doing and that kind of stuff. I, I firmly believe in that. But on the other hand, if I kept everything inside, I wouldn't be um, leading anybody to kind of, right. you know, do what uh, we track up the yeah. scriptures. What got me thinking about this topic was how you and I made a connection, bud, and began to develop a relationship. Uh, for those who don't know us, you lead the community store at our church, as well as a lot of community outreach events that we do throughout the year, the backpack drive that gives out school supplies to people in need in our area, the toy drive during Christmas time. And the way that we made some connection was we wanted to start promoting community outreach so that we could share it with the whole church. So that's how we got to know each other. And the reason that I thought this would be a good topic for us to talk about is that on social media, I'm starting to see people push back on this idea of people sharing the good deeds that they're doing online. So there might be a YouTube video of somebody going up to a homeless guy and giving him a hundred bucks. And there'll be a comment of like, why did you feel the need to videotape that? 
they'll say like they're exploiting the situation. They'll say that they're only doing it for likes and comments. Another example would be people who post on Instagram about leaving their waiter or waitress a big tip. And then you get the same kind of comments Some people saying, that's so awesome that you did that. And then people saying, why did you feel the need to post about this? Why couldn't you just do it? So I wanted to sit down and talk with you as two guys who basically do that. That's our role at the church, doing community outreach and sharing it with people. What are some of the biblical implications of that? Is this something that we should even be doing as Christians or should we just do it in private? I didn't think about those two things, those two examples that you uh, just mentioned. But if you're doing that, Nick, stop that. <laughs> um, me personally, yeah, you just don't do it, you know, for uh, anything other than just the glory of God. You know, I'm so I, I, I could see where that would be misconstrued. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, the people that are doing that are doing this Christ-like behavior and they're helping the poor and they're following scripture. So mm -hmm. like we talked about earlier, how would you enlighten people if you didn't tell them? And I guess in your case, show them a way of uh, acting out an act of kindness. So, I mean, uh, that is a fine mm -hmm. line that you're mentioning there, you know? Yeah, there is almost like a balance that we need to have. Because I think from like a church standpoint, an organizational standpoint, if we're asking people to donate goods or donate money, I do feel like we do have an obligation to share with the people who are giving, hey, we want you to know that you've entrusted us with this and we're being good stewards of what you've entrusted us with. Or you think about missionaries, if, if a missionary were to ask for donations, and then the donors have no idea what that missionary is doing with it. I imagine it would at some point become very challenging for that missionary to continue to raise money for what they're trying to do. That's a great point. I mean, at our church, we support outreach mm -hmm. in Haiti and all over the world and um, others that, that we support and, and the schools that they showed us they've done in the villages and the orphanage. I mean, I can think of all these visuals mm -hmm. that if we just, if they just solicited money and then they never showed us anything but, but that they did with it, I don't look at it as being bragging. I just look mm -hmm. at it as being like, here's what we did with, uh, you know, I look at that as being, uh, we were a part of mm -hmm. what was going on there. So we wouldn't have that uh, connection if we didn't see the fruits of their labor, I guess, or, or our, our, our money, you know. Yeah. And I think there's a good distinction there. You say, look at what we've done, you know, versus the Instagram influencer saying, look at what I've done. Look at what mm. I'm doing. There seems to be a distinction there of, hey, look at what we're doing as a church. Look at what God is doing through us. So it's almost even in some ways not about us, but it's really about what God is doing. Yeah. I mean, um, it is hard to talk about what you do without seemingly putting yourself on a pedestal or putting mm -hmm. yourself above other people or, you know, look what I do type thing. To your point, I am going to say one thing that I have done on, on a few occasions. Uh, I'll just name, or name one uh, instance here that uh, a homeless guy came up to our store one time. We were closing. It was raining. Uh, he was in just barely, uh, his shoes were just in, in, in terrible shape, whatever. Mm -hmm. Socks were all wet and everything. And I said, gosh, let me go out and get you some shoes or whatever. And he kept looking down at my feet. And I had these brand, brand new tennis shoes that I had bought. You know, I really liked them. And I, I said, what size do you wear? Hoping he would say, you know, something different or whatever. But it was <laughs> my size. I thought, oh, my gosh. So I took off my shoes and I gave it to him. Wow. You know, And he said, wow, what are you going to do? And I said, well, you know, I mean, I'm going to get in the car and 
probably go buy some other shoes or go home put on one of my other 10 pair of shoes i have at home i said don't worry about me or whatever mm -hmm. so we both uh, had a moment there of him enlightening me and me showing him just a simple act of kindness or whatever mm -hmm. So again, I would never boast about that. I've, I've told a few people, or some people have saw it, and they've uh, uh, they they have seen me do that a few times, and they have told other people, and people have commented about me or said that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, you don't do things for your own. I mean, I, I would never uh, leave the house thinking I'm going to go give my shoes away, you know. So mm -hmm. that's a god orchestrated thing. Yeah. I remember you told me that story. I'm like, Bob, that's an awesome story. We got to post about that. And I just remember you saying, well, if you do just maybe say, you know, one of our community store leaders yeah. or something. And because your whole thing was you didn't want anyone to question your motives for doing that for you. It was really about a heart. It was a heart thing where yeah. you said, Hey, um, I don't want this to be a look at what a great Christian bud is. Look at what a great leader right. bud is. So it was really when you, I remember when you told me that it was kind of like, oh, hey, maybe I also need to check my heart too Take your on shoes some off of these things. <laughs> so uh, Nick uh, has a uh, podcast on being a leader mm -hmm. in, in the church. And, and I know he's a servant. He speaks from a servant's heart. So he doesn't speak from a, a leadership of look at me type role or whatever. He looks at it as being a servant leader. So when you look at... Uh, if you think about uh, just the word servant or the or the phrase servant leader, mm -hmm. it's a paradox it, or you know, paradoxical. It's a uh, oxymoronic. It's uh, mm -hmm. how can you be a leader and be a servant? Mm -hmm. So again, I think we kind of get back to that fine line about uh, you know sometimes we dismiss uh, the, uh, the word servitude because of what it is. I mean, it's it, it's it's the lowest form of success in the world's view. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but we have to remember that, that in God's eyes, it's the greatest thing that we can aspire to become. So aspire to become the least in the world's eyes is just, uh, like I say, it's just so um, oxymoronish that uh, it doesn't even make sense. But I guess that's kind of what I always have to put in the back of my mind that, that I want to lead about what Christ did. He came to, uh, you know, to serve and not to be served. But on the other hand, he was the greatest leader in the world. So, I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. it's always, it's, to me, it seems like it's always fighting, you know, your, your heart to love and to do, but then you want to lead others without putting yourself in that equation at all. Mm -hmm. You want to take yourself completely out. I'm just a, a mouthpiece or, a, mm -hmm. you know, the hands and fingers of, you know, handing somebody something or whatever. Right. And I think what you did for that guy was a great example of what being a servant leader looks like. And I think people who know you would know that even if you were to share about that, I don't think that we would have got the same comments that I was talking about of, well, why do you need to post about that? Why do you need to share about that? Because I think people do know that your heart in there is to be a servant and not to brag about what you're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, we just have to get uh, more in that uh, servant type thing that it's, it's not about me and my day. It's mm -hmm more about if God puts somebody in my path, I want to, I, I certainly want to respond to that. Mm -hmm. And I think that based on what you said, I think an argument could be made of, Hey, that's a reason 
why we should share about some of these acts of servitude. Because if as Christians, we really say, you know, hey, we believe that the highest form of leadership is being a servant. One of the ways that we can really show that that's our value as Christians and as church leaders is by sharing what people in our community are doing to serve other people. Yeah, if we talk about being a part of a church, and you and I mm-hmm. go to the Rock, you know, being a part of the Rock, but we're very fortunate to be a part of that where we do take the time to acknowledge people, because if we just kept it inside, mm-hmm. it would almost be like uh, not spreading the gospel to outsiders. We're not mm-hmm. emphasizing the scriptures inside the church. So mm-hmm. if we want to, uh, you know, go to church, and what we talked again, we kind of bring this thing full circle, it seems like all the time, if we want to go to church and talk about being mm-hmm. servants, we have mm-hmm. to at least say, here's what we, here's who we are. If you come here, we come to serve or, you know, we come to yeah. serve, you come to serve. Yeah. And I do think it is a, like you said earlier, it is a fine line that we have to walk when it comes to that, because obviously part of being a servant is not bragging about what a great servant you are. That concludes part one of Bud and I's conversation about good deeds. Be sure to tune in Friday for part two. In the meantime, you can check out theconstipatedchristian.org. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you on Friday.